Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today, we're talking about training intensity and what works better, training harder or training more regularly. This is something that a lot of people get wrong and it can really stifle your progress if you don't understand the better way to train. We're gonna let you know what we've uncovered. Let's rock. If you're new to the tribe, we got Rich behind the mix today. We got Rad across the table. My name is Yanni Bormeister, and we are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is proudly brought to you by the Unify Movement System, our system, the only online training program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. You guys can get daily coaching by us plus our epic foundations prep program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint to create your ideal program and optimize your performance. As a valued listener, use the link in the description and you can get your first month free. We've got some amazing new content rolling out for the online program. It's a very exciting time. So get yourself in there, get set up and get ready to grow. Before we get started, warm welcome. If you are on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group, leave a comment. We'll send you back some love. Remember, anyone can join that group and interact. Just search for UMS Movement Mastermind on Facebook. Lastly, shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay. We've got some massive content coming out for YouTube. Buckle yourself up, strap yourself in, get ready for a massive year this year. Hit the like button and support the channel and subscribe if you like what you see. How are you, boys? Yeah, really good. Really good. Looking forward to today's show. This is a really good topic. Something that, uh, you know, we've, we've been, we get asked a lot of questions and sometimes on reflection, we look back at things that people ask a lot and we think, you know what, we could probably add a lot of value on this. And that's where, that's where this show is uh, coming from. People, you know, ask yourself how many times you've gone to the gym and trained really, really hard to make up for those training sessions that you missed. And then you just you do that two, maybe three days in a row, and then you're so flogged that you need to take a break for a couple of days. I've certainly been there. Or you uh, hurt yourself. Yeah, you know, or you hurt yourself even worse. But it's really common. Um, you know, we get we used to get people that would come into the gym and they'd say, "Oh man, I, you know, I haven't been here for a couple of days. I've, I've just got to really, you know, go for it today." And and it's not how the body works. It's not the optimal way to train. And we've we've found a much better way to do things that we want to share with you today. And our members are now getting far better results with a much more enjoyable experience. People come to Unity Gym and often after their first couple of weeks, I ask them how they're going and they say, it's actually a really different experience than what I'm used to at the gym. I walk out of here feeling really good. I'm used to leaving the gym just feeling like I'm dead, like I'm wrecked and I need a rest for a little while. Um, And we don't do that here. Mm. Yeah, look, I think the worst case scenario which is more commonly seen is uh, you have a bit of an absence from the gym and you uh, you come back and want to make up for lost time. Yeah, I certainly get that feeling if I go on vacation or I'm sick for a bit and I have to take a week off training or a couple of weeks off training. And, you know, we always want to come back in uh, and kick off where we left off. Same weights, same volume, you know, same intensity, same workouts, same progressions. And so often uh, what's needed is actually a little bit of a, re- a regression to manage load and reintroduce load to the body because your, your load capacity deteriorates very, very quickly when you are away from your exercise routine. And what do you, you've got a smile on your face like you've no, not seen at all. something funny. No, not at all. Um, and, and that's, I think, why, what catches a lot of people out. It's cert- it's, I've certainly been a victim of sort of... Uh, 
coming back and overdoing it, mismanaging load based on what I was doing prior to my absence, you know? I actually struggle with that all the time, but I've done it so many times wrong. And this is one of the things that comes with wisdom, well, with age and wisdom and having trained for as long as we have. Um, you learn from your mistakes. Well, hopefully you do. And I'm battling with that right now. I mean, I, I didn't, I got I had a really bad week of training last week because I had to take two, two and a half days off work. And I'm still not over it. I'm, I'm still, you know, I've just got this lingering virus going on, whatever it is. And I'm training Don't again. Say virus on, on yeah. live national. <laughs> and um, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm training, I'm doing my thing, but I, I, I have to stop myself. I have to put the brakes on, you know, if you can feel yourself where you get to that point where you think, okay, I'm going to push myself, but it wouldn't be the right thing. And um, yeah, it's, it, it's something that you, uh, that you have to learn to manage if you want to get good results. And what we what we teach people, this this whole show comes off one of our UMS online coaching members recently saying, um, I've heard the boys say that you should only train 70 to 80% uh, max effort and that you should leave two reps in the tank and, and where should where does this all come from? Well, in yesterday's show, we talked about, Richie, what was the title of yesterday's show when you get an opportunity? Um, in yesterday's show, we tackled the when do you leave two reps in the tank yeah, part was, of the question. It was, it was, it was about training intensity. Of, uh, should, should you, you train, train 100% max effort? Yeah, something like that. So that's when a really good you? That's a really good show to listen to about that. And that was all about when should you go to absolute failure or when should you leave a couple of reps in the tank? But today's show is all about this idea of should you when you come to the gym, should you train as hard as you can through the workout? Or should you train sub-maximally? And we believe solidly that you should only train to 70 or 80% max effort. Because if you do that, if you train the person- Most that, of the time. Most of the time. Most yeah. of the but time. But the person that trains 70 to 80% max effort five to six days a week year round versus the person that trains 100% max effort three days a week, the person that trains 70 to 80% four, five to six days a week at the end of the year wins. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They've done more reps. They've done more time in the gym. They've done more stretching. They've, um, their tissues have gone through better adaptation processes and they haven't beat themselves up along the way either. And it's generally speaking, it's a more enjoyable experience. And just to give a little bit of context before Yanni um, throws his input here is you've got to really think about what 100% max effort means. 100% max effort is like when you're sprinting as fast as you possibly can. If you were sprinting to catch that bus that was leaving or if you were sprinting to run away from a rabid dog, you can't do that for more than 10 seconds. That's what max effort is now imagine that you were running at 70 to 80 percent of that it's still bloody fast you still couldn't do that for more than a couple of minutes unless you're speak for yourself unless you're a very very (laughs) seasoned at at running you reckon you could run 80 percent max effort for more than a few minutes uh I don't know. It depends how at at how much I've trained at the time you know It's, it's tough yeah it's tough um but yeah that's uh that that's how we do it and um it's a real shift in mindset for our members but people get great results with it yeah look i think you need to be careful or cautious with the blanket statements because you know us saying you should always leave two reps in the tank and never train to max effort you know there's so many variables that come into this and we tipped on that yesterday uh, you know, we prioritize um, technique optimization initially and structural balance training, uh, like um, preparate, pre um, general preparation training initially. And once you go through those phases of training and 
and you bank a, a bit of training age, you learn a, you, you learn what your capabilities are. You learn um, what your max effort is, what it feels like, what your sub maximal efforts are, and and you learn that you should you know you, your last rep should always look like your first rep. And, and you start to just ingrain that in your training um, ethos and philosophy and methodologies, you know, and, and by that time, you'll know if you can, how frequently you can push yourself to failure or, or not, you know, but a lot of people come in and, and they you know, they, they train with people who are either far more seasoned than them or far more experienced. And those people are pushing hard and, uh, and people tend to, to do that far too early in their training age. And then they develop really bad uh, technique habits, uh, and, and, and then wonder down the track why they're hurting and experiencing all these sort of, um, injuries and, and overuse, uh, wear and tear. Um, and yeah, I think I, I don't like saying blanket statement, never train to hundred percent max effort. Cause I do all the time, but I use it as a prescription. It's prescribed. You know, I, I, I understand it. I understand when and when not to do it. And, uh, and, you know, yeah, but it, it, from a ma- from a macro standpoint, I I absolutely agree that um, uh, consistency and frequency should be the focal point. They're far they they do deliver a far better result because as we spoke about yesterday, most of the strength adaptations occurring in the nervous system, and those strength adaptations occur only with repetition. You know, you you have to be doing the same thing over and over and over again, banking good quality reps for your body to really form those strong neural pathways. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and yeah, you know, if you're doing it sporadically and you're doing it with shitty form and technique, that that just that adaptation just doesn't occur well, you know, if at all. Yeah, it's not just that either. It's the you know, it's the second step in the health hierarchy that we've created, which is that. The daily habit of movement is a really important thing to That's do. That's the next big and topic of discussion. Yeah, yeah, habit is hugely powerful. And if you train based on the way that you feel, where you think to yourself, do I feel like training today? Man, I don't really feel like it. I'm not going to do it. That definitely doesn't produce the same kind of results as the person that trains as a habit mm. where it's oh it's 6 a.m it's time to go to the gym or it's mid lunchtime it's time to go to the gym or whatever you know it is whatever time of day it is and whatever it is that you do when that's a habit when it's like a, di- a thing in your diary where you look at it and go oh wow it's it's time to go and train now that versus oh do i feel like training today oh i don't know it, it, it it's chalk and cheese yeah and if you you know, again, even though I agree with you that you can't say black and white statements, but if, if we were to say a black and white statement, if it was, you know, you talk about people that train to max effort regularly, that do I feel like training thing comes into play a lot more when you mm-hmm. do that. Because you sometimes you just feel neurologically fatigued. You just feel so wrecked that you feel like the thought of training, you just can't do it. And then other times... You are, you have such severe DOMS. Like I've had DOMS from really going for it on a leg session where I couldn't almost walk for about two or three days. I had to Panadol because the, the DOMS in my legs was so severe, you know, I couldn't even sit down. And personally for me, I do maybe do that once a year. When I say once a year, like for one or two weeks a year, but I definitely don't do it regularly anymore. I just got sick and tired of, of that feeling of, of trying to convince myself I had to train regardless of the discomfort that I was feeling in my body and going at that sub-maximal effort now I don't go through that anymore 
Yeah, absolutely. Look, Never heard chalk and cheese before, Stephen. You've got to come to Australia, buddy. We've got plenty of room. Shout out to Stephen Pellegrino and Lee Clements uh, jumping into the chat here. Um, uh, yeah, look, w the reason why I think Rad makes blanket statements, if I can sort of just justify that a little bit, is because the, the majority of people that we, we coach or we see through our um, programs and our gyms and facilities are just... Um, at the, the, the they're either a, a, a trained beginner or a beginner, a, a, a novice, you know, and the, and and generally those statements work for them, you know, they are. Um, it's only really when you get someone who's very very experienced, who's banked a lot of time under the right conditions with the right coaching and supervision, so they have not set up, uh, uh, you know, crappy technique, crappy habits, crappy form, uh, uh, whatever. Um, but generally, the, the, the blanket statements do work for people. But I agree with what you're saying. The, 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 the thing that most people don't take into consideration with their training behavior is, are they actually cultivating a healthy training habit? You know, and uh, I, I, I agree with you that when it's not something that's just set every morning, um, you're, you're always juggling your schedule to fit your training in. And it's not sort of something that's prioritized and just done a great example of this is Dwayne Johnson I follow um, the rock Dwayne Johnson on social media uh, quite closely because he's an absolute beast at this and he uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg similar but uh, Dwayne Johnson has an, a, a methodical training ethos and he trains at four o'clock in the morning because he has so much going on every day that he just says if I don't get if I don't schedule it that early then it is likely to not get done because something will jump in front of it and my day will get underway and, and, and it just turns into a shitstorm. So when he gets he up. Sleep? I don't know, but l yesterday he did a post at, uh, at his time at 11.40 in the evening and he was in the gym training legs because he, for, for whatever reason, had an early shoot and had to get up early and missed, uh, missed his early morning training session. So he ended up finishing his day and went to the gym at 11 o'clock at night to do a leg session. And it was a big leg session. He was there for two hours until, you know, after midnight. He's just methodical about his training. And he's doing a shoot right now where he had to do a whole, he's doing a whole bunch of shirtless, it's for the Adam um, superhero movie he's doing. And um, I saw some of the shots of him in the gym. He looks ridiculous. He, he's, he reckons he's in the best shape he's ever been. He, he looks. Yeah. He, he looks yeah. so lean. He and uh, but he's always been that, like that methodical about getting up early in the morning <laughs> and training because he knows that what, like if he doesn't do that, it's hard to it, you, the, the habits interrupted. You know. And that habit is really that habit and a habit loop is really really important if you want to get like above media like mediocre or um, um, uh, exceptional gains. You know, you just have to build that habit, and that's why we really like the methodology of frequency over intensity because Rad's right. When you're prioritizing intensity and you're having rest days between your training sessions, it's very hard to form a habit. You know, and it's also that those workouts are also brutal. You know, they really are. And they've done a lot of research on this and they've proven for, for, high, for muscular hypertrophy, it doesn't matter whether you do one set of uh, 10 sets of one rep or one set of 10 reps, the muscular hypertrophy tends to adapt in the same way. 
they did a heap of good research on this a few years back, probably a decade ago, and found that people that did really low intensity, high volumes versus people that did really high intensity, low volumes got the same muscular hypertrophy result. Now, you don't get the same strength result, obviously, but um, you know what most people are training for is to uh, alter their physiques. We're lucky to get people who are training for um, skills and, and performance as well, but... Yeah, look, you know, it's something that's it's definitely worth worth thinking about diving into. Yeah, look, I mean, there of course, you know, the, the the best solution is to experiment for yourself and to play around with and see what works. But I just turned forty three. I've been training. I mean, I've been training my whole life. I started doing martial arts when I was uh, a kid, when I was seven or eight years old. But I'd say the serious training started when I was seventeen, when I started kickboxing. Um, and ever since that age, I've um, trained in something that was, uh, you know, that required that the more time I put in, the, the better the results that I got. And I have certainly done the go hard or go home mentality. And the, um, the, just the idea of just turning up and doing something, uh, meaning that a lot of the time you're not doing max effort, has definitely worked far better for me. Far better. Yeah. Um, all right, team. Well, it looks like we're going to finish up there, but we will read out Stephen's uh, comment here. Stephen said, habits are great. However, goals are super important too. I know folks who've been going to the gym forever, but have been doing the exact same thing for 50 years. Awesome at 80 years old. Uh, but I can only imagine where they'd be if they'd been progressing and improving the whole time. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, this is the point, Stephen. You're highlighting... Uh, you're giving strength to what Yanni's saying. You can't say blanket statements. It's not like you can say, oh, look, as long as you just turn up to the gym and you're consistent, you'll get there. There's a lot that goes into it. But of course, we're just framing one area of it right now. And the person that puts all the thought in the world into it um, and plans their programming out, but then goes to the gym and flogs themselves and then doesn't go to that next planned session because they felt so shit that doesn't work well either. So there's all these different examples that you can say. And what you've just said there is another, you know, in our opinion, I'm not going to say a bad example because if you've been going to the gym for 50 years consistently, good for you. Hats off. Great work. You're doing better than 99% of the population as far as I know. Yeah. But yes, if you've just been going there doing the exact same thing over and over again, then there's a hell of a lot you know, of results that you've left on the table. Yeah. But, you know, that's a topic for another show. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Hope you got something out of it. And uh, I'm getting a bit of a complex here because these last two shows that Yanni have been back, we've had far more viewers than we have um, when he was away. I'm starting to think that you guys are all here for Yanni. Um, so send me some love. Remind me that I'm still needed on this show. And um, we'll see you again tomorrow for another great show. And we'll see you guys in two minutes for our UMS online coaching call where we coach people specifically on their videos where they upload and they can uh, ask us any question that they want about technique or anything about um, programming much higher level stuff so if you're not already a part of that uh, then jump on grab grab your one month free trial and see how we turn driven people into athletes with balanced daily workouts balancing strength flexibility and fitness see you soon everyone